come. And this is uh, Mike. Uh, and, We're uh, talking about Invincible. Yeah, and before we get into Invincible, shout out to uh, everyone that listened to our Mortal Kombat episode last week. Um, yeah, I think it, a lot of people did not like that movie, and probably you know, it, it was it had a first week high, and by the second week, a lot of it set in. I was like, like eh, meh, you know. basically, the performance of that podcast, like it, it kind of fit what happened with Mortal Kombat. Like it dropped, I think, seventy eight percent in the box office like i don't know about hbo max mm-hmm. viewership but it was like mm-hmm. one of the sharpest declines i don't know yeah. there was a lot of first week high yeah, we followed that we followed that decline because we had that that high of yes. uh, falcon and winter soldier uh a couple yeah. weeks ago we're like damn people love this shit i think i would have paid um, to see like all the episodes in a row in a theater yeah yeah actually yeah i mean with a couple of bathroom breaks uh in between yeah. but yeah intermission Yep. That would have been like what, like six hours? Uh, was it? Oh yeah, it was all like forty-five minutes and hour-long episodes. Yeah, it would have been about six hours. It's like the, it's like Cleopatra, the Ten Commandments, or something from the nineteen yeah. fifties, like one whatever of those four-hour movies. Whenever they would have those like <laughs> Lord of the, like, do you remember when they would have like Lord, Lord of, the of the Rings days? Like, I think yes. when Return of the when Return of the King came out, I remember that that was all yeah. theaters had was that big banner of like. Yeah, a friend of my brother's did that. Uh, He did the, uh, I think he went there at 6 p.m. and exited, like when finished the whole like extended thing at like 2 in the morning, like 2 a.m. So it was like he did the whole like three movies and I think the, uh, I don't think they were the extended cuts, but uh, they showed all all three with, uh, I guess, a few gaps in the middle. But um, yeah, I think like... uh, some episodes like what surprised me i'm gonna connect this to invincible in a not organic way at all but like uh you know invincible like they're like one hour best episodes 40 minutes stuff like something like that yeah i, I, I was kind of surprised for, for an animated tv show yeah i was kind of surprised it was like long episodes but um they didn't feel that long i think yeah. that's something that we sort of like discussed like last yeah. week it was like it doesn't feel long at, at all yeah um i uh you saw all eight episodes right yes, yes i saw the first episode and the last episode yeah um well, i know there's a lot in the middle that happens yeah. but it's like the last episode was so good that it hooked me on actually starting the series rather than just mm-hmm. watching it to see what all the fuss was about and unlike mortal Kombat, it's actually if you look online it's actually trending more now like i think word of mouth is happening and it's actually trending more now than it did while it was running yeah well it's like it's similar to i think the boys which is also um this is like what like the second time that uh amazon goes into the fucked up superhero universes yeah Uh, like uh you know the boys i think the boys the first season had a lot of buzz in certain circles but not like i guess mainstream but then now like everyone knows the boys and it's like the, the amazon thing after the man in the high castle sort of like ended yeah uh but now like uh there's this other comic book universe of invincible and i think the last episode at the end they sort of you know there's this whole conversation where the main character is asked like so what's next and then you see all the stuff that's happening in that universe yeah. and like oh so even though uh you know 
let's say, okay, maybe I'll just start with the whole, if you haven't seen Invincible, uh, it's about a kid who's the son of a superhero and uh, he, his powers come up in the first episode and this is ab about him becoming, learning to become a superhero in yeah. his own right. But he's like Invincible, uh, his name is Invincible, but he's also kind of invincible, except when yeah. he gets his ass kicked by a certain superpowered, yeah, so far uh, superpowered lion at some point, which you missed the episode. But there's like one point where he gets his ass like handed to him. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there are like two or three times he gets his ass handed to him. And uh, they're usually like, superpowered guys that if they faced his dad, they would be like totally destroyed. Yeah. Uh, but like his dad is like this superpowered guy called Omni Man. And uh, you think that he's there to protect the earth, but actually uh, like there, there are several hints throughout the season. Like yeah. there's, there's, did you see the part about those time guys who come in through portals and attack New York or something or Chicago? I can't remember. Oh, uh, was that those the green first... aliens? Oh, I think it's the, the, green the first episode, the green aliens that sort of become like shriveled after their time things. Oh yeah. That was in the first episode. The first episode you had people coming in through portals, like the, two blue brothers what were their names mm -hmm. uh the Mahler twins the Mahler twins yeah yeah but they're actually like clones of uh one is the clone of the other but they don't know who the clone is oh cool <laughs> so so it's like i'm so smart because i'm the original and they're like no i'm the original yeah. and uh, i mean that sort of plays a bit later in, in the tv show because uh they get they escape from prison uh, with the help of a certain character who's a robot. Yeah. Uh, but actually, he's not a robot. He's a deformed guy in a tube who uses a robot as a like extension of himself or something. And wow. the whole reason why he, you know, spoilers. Uh, but you guys are used to spoilers anyway. Uh, spoilers is that, like, he helped the Mahler twins escape to use their cloning uh, technology to transfer his mind into a better body. Right. And uh, and then they say, well, you know, we the way we do it, we just copy the brain to like the other body, so that no one knows who's the clone, and that's how it works well for the Mahler twins. Yeah. But since like one is a total deformed, weird thing, and uh, the other guy, the other body is some DNA that he got from some other superhero, uh, you know which is the original and <laughs> which is the new one, right? So uh, like, but then the deformed guy is sort of like you know. He can't live outside of the tube, so he dies. Uh, but then he, his brain is still in the new body. So that's uh, sort of yeah. like, yeah. Oh, okay. So he, fell in love with, he fell in love with a girl uh, yeah. who's also a superhero. And he didn't want to show his deformed face and body. Wow. He sort of looks like, a, I don't know, I just saw Resident Evil, uh, some playthroughs of Resident Evil Village. Yeah. There's like a weird baby thing in there, and it kind of looks like that. Uh, <laughs> uh, the deformed guy are you talking about you're not talking about the guy the old guy with the long hair with like kind of a no fish no i mean that... like you know he's uh did you see the orange robot uh yeah yeah so thing is you think he's a robot but actually uh it's like a remote controlled robot that's controlled by an actual human being who's super smart but his body is totally deformed he looks like a blob in a tube in like a, a vat of like in like a back to tank yeah. or something you know and uh, he's super smart so everyone thinks he's a robot and that's why he's smart because he's like you know artificial artificially intelligent but it's actually some a human's brain yeah it's actually a human's really brain smart. who's super smart oh, wow. uh that's cool. yeah that's pretty cool but uh yeah so he asks the Mueller twins to help him 
get this clone thing. Yeah. Do this cloning. And then when he gets the clone, he's like, well, now you're back going back to prison. And uh, <laughs> so I guess fuck the Baller twins. But yeah. uh <laughs> but uh yeah, but but I think uh the the one thing that I guess most people get out of the get from like the the like the invincible TV show is how gory and R-rated it is. Uh, yeah, but like, it's, it's, yeah. so far though it's not like the boys where um like like I don't know how bloody it gets. Like later, the, the boys but... is bloody because of well, you saw the end of the first episode, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean that sort of like sets up the I think to me that's like the most bloody thing of the whole season to me. Because just like the, you know, uh, Omni Man kills the their version, this universe's version of the Justice League, yeah, um, and like you know chops heads off and uh, crushes some guy's skull, yeah, Uh, like it's it's some fucked up stuff, but it's actually realistic. Like if you had these superpowered guys fighting each other, that's what will that's what it would look like. But it's like it, it all has a purpose, and even in like the boys. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just BSing off of what I saw so far. Yeah. It seemed like the boys that was like a main selling point was there's blood and there's nudity yeah. and this and that. It was like even though there's a story connecting it, mm-hmm. you know, that was kind of the tone. Whereas Invincible, yeah. I'm guessing that it plays out a little bit more organically. Yeah. Where it's yeah. not like the main event. You're you're right. It's not the main yeah. event. And it's usually the parts that I that I enjoy the least, actually. Yeah. Like uh I enjoy the story a lot. I enjoyed the characters a lot. The fighting is really good. The action scenes are great, but then like I don't always relish the parts where some guy gets ripped open yeah. know, or, or something. But like even just watching like the last episode when and I'm just going to spoil it. He crushes this some because... guy's head, right? <laughs> oh, no, not just that. Yeah, when some he pilots, puts him, yeah. when, when, he, when uh, Omni-Man brings Invincible yeah. into the subway and just yeah. like leaves him there yeah. and has a whole train crash to him and all the bodies. Yeah. Oh, See, yeah, that's, the, the, that's What's weird up. is like the thing that made it like effed up though was not mm-hmm. um, what happened. It's like, like I've seen bloody cartoons before. We all grew yeah. up with an adult swim, but like, the context that built up to it, like, yeah. you know how powerful you are. Do you want to know, like, why these people are ants and why you shouldn't care about them? This is why. And yeah, the this lead is up, why. Yeah. The lead up to that, like, was so, like, I, I only ever really see stuff like that in, like, live action where the story mm. is, like, built up to that point. But it's, um, I don't no, know. This but, is but like the a other live way- action caliber story. Yeah. Like this, but I think for probably... Uh, I mean, they, they made it animated probably because I guess in live action, you wouldn't be able to show that much gore yeah. for such a low bu- budget, I guess, yeah. <laughs> for, for what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, and, and the and voice acting is amazing. Yeah. And when it comes, like, comes to like, yeah. Sorry, man. <laughs> yeah, sorry. It, go ahead. Go. No, no, no. Go. Go When it comes to like. Do it. <laughs> whatever. Two different time zones. Okay. <laughs> but it's um, the... Uh, <laughs> Lost my train of thought already. DC. That's what I was thinking. Because like, yes. if, if if there's something animated that I would compare this to in the way it like plays out and how the story is is like the the old Justice League show or all the older DC yep. shows, like starting yep. from Batman to the animated series. But I would compare it more to the ones that came out in like the 2000s, like Static Shock and like Justice League, where it's almost as if like you know the powers are like a given. So you could start to build like a story mm-hmm. around that. And it, it, it's, I almost wonder if the animation style is supposed to kind of like reflect that, 
a little bit, a little bit, because like it did remind me a lot of those early two thousands like Justice League TV shows. Uh, yeah. Um, and I think like I think that's what they were going with. I mean, it, it does follow a comic, like uh, you know, there there's like a whole series of comics uh, about Invincible and everything. Um, you know, written and uh, by the what's his name, Robert Kirkman, guy, yeah. the guy who did. Uh, uh, the Walking Dead. So this is like, you know, DC, this is like Superman and the Justice League imagined by the guy who does The Walking Dead. Yeah. <laughs> if you haven't seen the TV show, if you haven't seen it yet, that's sort of like what you should expect. But but it's really like uh, the story is really good. Like the, the, the teenage drama is not too drama-y, although I know that some people hate Invincible's uh, girlfriend at some point. Because uh, she breaks up with, like, you know, they have a whole thing. She doesn't know he's a superhero. Yeah. So the day, he he spends a long time not telling her. And yeah. then, like, she breaks up with him. And he's like, oh, no, but I'm whatever. And then he actually tells her, like, he's invincible. Yeah. He's like, I've known. I could have, I could guess, but I'm mad because you didn't tell me or something. Yeah. So, you know, I think a lot of uh, people online had a lot of hate for that moment. Yeah. And, uh, but, I mean, I I feel that's realistic. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I like, uh, I mean, not in, in my like experience. A, I think that's realistic. I mean, like, not not like a super feminist way or anything, but it was like it's. Uh, I, I noticed that with like online communities is that they don't really like like the female characters that aren't super involved in the action, but hot like take. are kind of grounding. <laughs> they don't. They don't like. No, I, this that's my hot take. They don't no, that's like true, the, that's true. the grounding element of the show, like with uh, yeah. Breaking Bad. Like I I, I found a, I I don't understand why people hated Skylar because you, she she kind of felt like a proxy for the audience that was like as he was carrying it out his dream and you kind of understood and empathized with him you needed a character there to be like wait a minute you're a drug dealer like at the end of yeah. the day this is what you're doing you're a drug yeah. dealer and you're ki- killing people and without that character then like there would be nobody to like drag the audience back and say hey you're watching somebody like become a bad guy basically <laughs> yeah i mean you know uh when it comes to skylar there are some moments where she kind of pissed me off but i never thought like oh well what what's wrong with her like i never you know it's like this guy yeah. is yeah. selling is making and selling uh uh meth so, yeah. <laughs> so like and you know, like you have to, it, it was it's obvious the entire time that he's doing it for ego like you you know he's bsing every time he would say yeah. like, <laughs> for my yeah. family and it's like you had like 10 chances I think to get a start, job. I think it started out that way in his own way. I think that's what he really believes. Uh, but like, yeah. I think at the beginning it was like, well, I didn't leave them anything. And then when he gets drunk on power, it's like, ah, oh, you know, I did it for yeah. myself. <laughs> the entire Breaking and, uh, Bad was like, like, I need, like, I need to feed my family. Then McDonald's comes, hey, I want a job. Fuck you. All right. Fuck you. <laughs> well, it's also, I guess, for his ego, right? So yeah. it's like, well, I didn't leave them anything because I'm a man and I should have left them something, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, um, but then, I mean, even, I think that was an aspect of it, but uh, there's also that aspect of like, oh, I didn't leave them shit. And yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, that part. You know, th- there's also that aspect, but then once he gets all that money and he could have just stopped, uh, he didn't stop. So yeah. uh, that's, uh, you know, I, but then like, once you get in the game, like you can't get out, you, you know, it's like, it's like the Godfather three or something. Like they pulled me back in, like I couldn't get out, oh, man. you know, oh. ah. Godfather Coda. <laughs> I will. I am still making that my 
my goal. I will finish. I'm, I'm not going to, I'm going to do the same thing I did with the Snyder cut and I'm not going to watch the original Godfather three. I'm just going to watch yeah. Godfather Coda and let that be my. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so, so just, just for people who didn't watch invincible, like the whole reason that Omni man, the dad of like invisible's dad did that whole thing with the subway, like just holding his son's head while the subway just plows, like they yeah. just stay static and the subway gets wrecked as they go through these invincible, like, you know, aliens, uh, yeah. well, he's like some super soldier alien guy from Viltrum and his mission is to take over the earth essentially. Uh, but what's, but thing is like, there were hints of that throughout the TV show that I thought were interesting. Cause like when that, you know, alien army comes through portals, uh, when Omni-Man gets involved and, and like throws them out, he says like, you know, earth isn't yours to, uh, take over. Like, instead of saying, oh, you will never take over earth because I'm there to protect it or something usual yeah. Superman bullshit. Uh, he says, like, it's not yours to take, you know, because it's mine kind of thing, you know. He doesn't say it's because it's mine because that would be, like, you know, spoil the ending of the TV show uh, of the season. But, uh, yeah, so he's like some soldier was sent to weaken Earth so that Viltrum could take over Earth and uh, and everything. Like, there are some really uh, funny moments. Like, it's genuinely funny because, like, Seth Rogen plays a guy in the TV show. He's, like, Alan the Alien. And apparently... Uh, they're going to have a spinoff of Alan the Alien or something. Seth Rogen is like this weird secret power in Hollywood now, I'm noticing. Like he, yeah. he went from that schlummy guy and he every so often he's like, oh, I'm just schlummy. I don't know what to do. But it's like, no, you're kind of like, <laughs> you're, you're, I don't know, man. I don't know why people listen to him. But like secretly he is kind of like this. Like haven't you noticed outside of, any comic book adaptation outside of DC or Marvel, chances are you're going to find like yeah, Seth, Seth Rogen's Rogen. name attached to yeah. it. It's like the boys, the boys, priest, uh, preacher. Uh, preacher, not priest. Yeah. There He's was a, something called priest, right? Uh, I think there was, I think so. Well, that was a vampire thing with, something. Uh, with vision. The actor who plays vision. Yeah. Like he did oh, something yeah. called Paul priest. Benny, yeah. Paul yeah. There is. Yeah. yeah. A lot. I, I, I just noticed in like random, um, like comic booky kind of like like more mature stuff you tend to see him as as like an executive producer now so he's yeah kind of he might be better behind the camera than in front of (laughs) yeah i know he is gonna be in front of the camera again though uh Mm -hmm. there's like a did you see the picture of sebastian stan and lily james as uh pamela anderson and tommy lee no yeah my god there's an fx series coming out and he's playing like somebody i don't know he did like a snapshot screen like a little selfie of him sebastian stan like uh i think like each actor in the marvel universe has has their own niche apart from marvel like uh anthony mackie now he just does like all the netflix like science fictiony action movies yeah (laughs) you know what's weird with him like sebastian stan does these like kind of meta (laughs) movies i I like about like anthony mackie is like i see the captain americanist like outside of the mcu because like chris evans like i don't i don't know his real personality but he was always known for like more snarky roles and stuff and like anthony mackie if you see him in like interviews he's very like hey there guys how are you doing (laughs) how's everyone doing today (laughs) i'm like 
Yeah, this is like Chris Brown. Evans. Like Chris Evans, like I've always heard I always heard that he had some social anxiety issues. Like he he's always like a very introverted guy from Boston and, yeah. and from Baston. And uh and uh like uh uh it seemed to me like he's like an probably like those snarky roles were like cool for him to kind of get out of his shell a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Like he and have more true. fun than just being like perfect Captain America. Yeah. And uh yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe he is a snarky guy underneath. Uh, it's just his social anxiety uh, stops him from being an asshole. I don't, yeah. know. <laughs> I don't know. Chris Evans, call me. We can talk about it. So cool. So cool. <laughs> we can talk about it on the podcast. Yeah. Call yeah. us. I can drive up to Boston. It's fine. Boston. <laughs> to Boston. <laughs> <laughs> my grandfather was from Lowell like you know <laughs> we can, it's not too far he used to have that Boston accent like you know yep. uh, park the car and have a dad before we go back to talk about Invincible uh, I also caught a glimpse of Wall Street with Mark Wahlberg on HBO Max Wall Street basically just him H. yeah <laughs> wow you just gotta work you know cause that's why you do that. <laughs> I haven't seen it what is that about it's him working that's well, it's like, like Wahlburgers right I mean it's, it's like, like it's Wahl him Burgers having a burger thing and like his clothing company or something or like the one he he's like the clothing company he's working with it's about him like working basically I mean right. it could have been a YouTube series but it's on HBO Max so but like, I wonder if his businesses only do well if he does a TV show about it. I think he's the he's the. Or maybe that's the main guy. that that's the main source of revenue is the HBO TV show. Yeah. Like the actual business doesn't do that much money, but like this TV show he <laughs> made. <laughs> I don't know. I'm asking. Show us the numbers. Yeah, no, show us the numbers, <laughs> Warner Media. <laughs> we deserve we deserve to see that. Break into AT and T. It's mine. <laughs> <laughs> this is for what we binge it's called what we binge not what we number no, i don't know but what we calculate whatever yeah <laughs> so where do we leave off with invincible <laughs> we're talking about uh jk simmons jk simmons playing omni-man who i Steven really could Young. see doing like the live action omni-man if they had to like he's another very yeah, he's another he, thing where he I just needs the like, uh he just needs the J. Jonah Jameson uh, yeah. uh, wig. Yeah. You know, that that hairpiece with the with the white on the sides. Like it kind of fits, right? Because imagine like two thousand two or two thousand one's uh, you know, uh J. Jonah Jameson from Spider Man with that, you know, the the white, you know the laughing meme. Ha 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 you know, and then with the mustache as well. Actually, <laughs> Omni Man is J. Jonah Jameson from two thousand one's <laughs> Spider Man. <laughs> that's where they, they look the back. same except that uh, Omni-Man is like really buff uh, <laughs> but it's crazy how his because he's supposed to be the the uh, like he was like Vitrum there's a whole explanation where Vitrum like this alien planet is sort of like the Sparta of the universe or something like they just kill each other until only the strong survived and then yeah. the strong went out and conquer yeah went off to conquer have the universe or something so he's like the best of the best of the best of like imagine if krypton did that and all the kryptonians like killed each other and then superman was like the 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 guy who killed the most of his own kind or something yeah maybe maybe zod was like that i don't know like zod kneel before him uh, <laughs> i will find him it's um yeah like i love seeing like the i guess juxtaposition of like the first episode and the last episode 
mm-hmm. where you see how he describes Viltrum and then yeah. last episode you find out why. Yeah. Because like and oh, it kind of it's, it's and, a beacon of whatever and yeah. <laughs> of great things. It's a beacon of positive adjectives. Yeah. Uh, and then <laughs> <laughs> positive words yeah. and adjectives and then it's all bullshit and uh it's just like uh it, it's it's utopia if you believe that utopia is like the ubermensch capital of you know it's like just like hey it's all about being the strongest or something yeah. and uh uh like uh yeah and it's sort of like the way he describes i think uh, because he tries to get Mark slash Invincible to join him in his like you know world domination thing uh, for Viltrum, and uh, I think maybe Mark would have been might have been okay with it if he if his dad didn't keep saying things about his mom and how his mom was not important. Uh, I, I don't I think so because Mark is a good guy, but I yeah. think the the mom comment sort of like was too much, and he was like "fuck you, dad." And yeah, well, they, they <laughs> kind of go that. out of their way to like try to portray them as like a loving family that like gets mm-hmm. each other, so that when yeah. you hear that moment, it's like yeah, a pet. It's like it's like I would say content wise, it's nothing you it's it's nothing you haven't seen in a cartoon yeah. or anything before, like the gore and all of that. It's like it's been done, but the like, setup, it, it, the setup it, for all of that was like so yeah. interesting because, like, yeah, I want to know more about Robert Kirkman. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's the like, way they built it up. Yeah. Uh, because I mean, there, there, there are moments where the uh, you know Mark's uh, Invincible's parents like they hang out. Like, there's a moment where Omni Man takes his wife to Venice or something. And uh, yeah, I just want to, it's my day off. And then some monster attacks Venice. And uh, the wife's like, well, don't you want to save these people? Oh, it's my day off. Like Cecil can take care of it, you know? And then like, you can tell that the guy actually doesn't really give a shit. And (laughs) it's really, there are moments like that where like, okay, he's way too cold to actually care about all this stuff. And it's all a front. But, you know, even in the last episode when he actually beats like, his son almost to death or something like he there's some part of earth or that humanity creeped into him you know like made him slightly better because he remembers the time when you know he actually felt connected to his family and like his when he sees his kid like play baseball and succeed and everything and and, uh, that's the thing that stops him from actually killing mark i think uh, but yeah, and then also Mark is like, "Well, what will you do when all your friends are dead and you're immortal or something?" And I was like, "Well, I still have you, Dad." And I was like, "Oh my God, why have I been done?" And uh, <laughs> yeah. like that Anakin moment is like, "What have I done? I just sliced Mace Windu's yeah. hand off." Oh, you know, you know what? The, you know, the last place I back to Star Wars. The, the the last place I saw like that as a theme in like a superhero thing was uh, Hancock with Will Smith. Because <laughs> mm. like it's it's a movie oh, dude, that I haven't like, seen that in a while. It's yeah. better. It gets better with age. Like when I first saw it, it felt very popcorny, whatever. But like looking back yeah. on it, it's like that was actually a big theme of that movie. Was like, why would you live forever if like you're gonna watch everybody die? You're gonna have like nothing to live for, and like mm-hmm. that's kind of something I would want to see with this show. Like I would love to see a time jump where, you know, maybe he's so dumb. Like Omni Man, if you think about it, is like a more violent Hancock. <laughs> it's like he, he kind of has that yeah. kind of has that same attitude of like everybody below me is an ant everybody i love is dead everything i care for like changed so why am i here so whereas one yeah. became an alcoholic omni man decided to you know 
get even more motivated that like these people are ants. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, it's like, well, the thing is like, he's from a planet where I guess everybody else lives forever. So like yeah. when he shows up on earth and I guess he just had one wife and, and um, had one kid or something, but I heard in the comics that he might have some, <laughs> some other offspring somewhere. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, but I don't know. I, I haven't read the comics, so there might be a time jump uh, at some point, but um uh, we'll see. Otherwise, uh, yeah, I, I think, yeah, I think you're right. Well, well, the thing is, like, he has a mission, right? And Hancock was sort of like, I, I have these powers. I don't know what the fuck I'm supposed to do with this. And, like, yeah. he, he and, like, Omni-Man has been this, this sort of, like, sleeper agent slowly uh, gaining trust uh, <laughs> from from Earth. And then in one episode and one 10 minute ending of an episode kills like the justice league of that or are they called the league of heroes or something or yeah the league I, of I, I, still need, I still need to see like the thread between i guess the initial heroes we saw in the first episode and like the mm -hmm. newer ones we see in the last like i i, I need to watch the rest well, of the episodes to see what, i like, think well the thing is like most of the season is just like about uh invincible and him becoming a better like superhero or, or him dealing with being a superhero and all the shit that happens and like uh, most of the season doesn't really deal with omni-man all that much like you yeah. get like little snippets here and there until like it rebuilds up to the last two episodes where it's all about omni-man and uh and him you know and his mission to take over earth uh and trying to convince his son to to join him uh but but it's like uh most of the most of the tv show is really about invincible trying to be a superhero and you know his dad is teaching him how to interrogate villains and shit uh there are some parts that are really funny it's like you know they they hold this guy in the air you know they're in the clouds and they're holding this guy by his leg and i was like well you know he won't believe you know it's like tell me where the drugs are or i'll drop you or something yeah and then like omni man is like well he won't believe you if you don't do it you know so like give give him to me so like the omni man just drops him and it's like well we're gonna get him right yeah sure in a second yeah <laughs> yeah sure in a minute it's fine you know <laughs> so there are moments like that they're really funny but it's also it also shows like the ruthlessness of uh, like omni man's ruthlessness but yeah i think uh th there's a lot here there's like teen drama because of all the you know a adam eve is also there's like some kind of triangle going on there's several right. love triangles yeah. here and there it's uh, like it, yeah. it, it feel like it, it was made for like batman beyond fans and like static shock fans that like grew yeah. up like I, I remember there was a whole era of did they like, grow up <laughs> exactly and the million did we of, grow up i'm not so sure no <laughs> <laughs> and the million versions of like Spider-Man, the animated series that came out, it was like, it's like, there was a, I remember there, there was just a cluster of coming of age superhero shows for a yeah. while. And Invincible feels like this is what they wanted to be. It feels like mm -hmm. all the ideas that were like thrown out and probably those meetings for it being yeah, like 2D, like, it was like, what you if, could put it in here. And what if Superman crushes the Flash's face? <laughs> it's like... Yes, exactly. Should yeah. do that. Uh, but yeah, I, you know, thing is, if I if you ask me to remember a specific moment of the TV show, like there are a lot of cool moments in the TV show. But I guess like the the best, I the most most memorable one is the last episode. I think you you start with the best episode. Yeah, uh, in my like, opinion, I was surprised how how 
good it was because like to me the like that's usually my rule with like sequels and like tv episodes and stuff like i judge it based on how well you can walk in knowing nothing and get sucked in and mm-hmm. it, it was like that happened to me with like um like i guess like a few movies i think one of the diehard movies got me sucked into the diehard series we had this last episode it, it, it was so like what is this <laughs> Like, it was like a teaser for the rest of the show, you know? It makes me wonder, maybe yeah. that's why, like, you know, Marvel isn't so, you know, secretive about their spoilers anymore. Why they even put out posters of their spoilers right after the episode comes out. is because if that episode is good enough, or if your tease is good enough, it'll bring people back to, like, wanting to start it from the beginning. Yeah, yeah. And I that think, last uh, episode, um, it already has a meme, actually. And the one, really? <laughs> yeah, there's a meme coming that came out when it was like, choose, what was it? It was when Omni Man was like punching the hell out of Mark. Oh, right. And yeah. There's like a meme of that now. If, of like, if Mark makes the wrong decision, like, oh, I like freaking, I don't know, pizza over sandwiches or something, then like he gets punched <laughs> in the face. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I have to find that meme. I haven't seen it yet. But, but it's like, uh, I don't know. I keep like Reddit just keeps every time I go on Reddit, the top thing I see is an anti Donna post. <laughs> Want more? <laughs> more anti Donna post? I don't know. It, like they keep making fun of Broden for some reason, uh, <laughs> or it's like starter pack to be part of anti Donna's like beard and Australian accent. I think. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, for all you guys who don't know, anti Donna, just Google it. Uh, <laughs> Google Morning Brown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> morning Brown. <laughs> morning Brown, or, or look up the barbershop. Um, yeah, the barbershop. That, that, yeah. that was my lead-in into this. <laughs> crazy, crazy yeah. group. But like Bigoted Bill, and uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah Morning Brown, and what was the other one? Oh, yeah, uh, Bikey, Bikey the Gang. Bikey Gang, yeah. yeah. Bikey Gang. Bikey Man. Ba- bang, bikey Gang. I'm yeah. a Bikey Man from a Bikey Gang. It's very yeah. like Taika Waititi- humor on crack basically yeah well essentially people from australia new zealand uh yeah <laughs> like they'll have the same humor or something i don't know or similar i don't know it's like from down and uh but um yeah it, it's uh it's pretty cool it's pretty cool but like uh what was it if you haven't seen invincible just watch it it's fun uh don't show it to your kids though this is not like batman the animated series no, no. I feel like kids will get a kick out of it. It's like it's like with so. Rick and it's like with Rick and Morty. How yeah, it, you know it's like it's, it's on yeah, Adult Swim. It's fine, you know. Yeah, it's, yeah Rick and Morty. Try to be responsible like, here, Michael. No, to, don't show this to your toddlers. You gotta be Otherwise, honest. Be crush, like, they're gonna be crushing <laughs> their their like teddy bears or something. It's like I'm gonna crush your head, like you know. It's like ah. I don't know. Kids are growing up faster. They might watch Invincible and be like, they understand me. And they're like five. They understand <laughs> my, my weird thoughts that my parents tell me to shove down. Yeah. Uh, shove it down. And, and uh, my feelings. What happens? What happens after <laughs> I die, man? And it's oh like, get five. Do something else. Play Minecraft. Roblox or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Minecraft. Honestly, like Minecraft, when I see those, like, uh, I used to play Minecraft a lot for like a year. And uh, and then I stopped. But like there there's there's those like you know dark long legged weird guys from another dimension, and they always show up. 
the and green those guys? guys they're like Slenderman, but okay. like uh well not really but like they it, i don't know just google like scary tall guys from minecraft i don't know slender <laughs> slender oh, the, oh these guys. things wait yeah, is those it, things is it uh, they always freak me out <laughs> i don't know it's like creepers I, yeah, the creepers. Well, yeah. the thing is, you have creepers that look like zombies, but then you have like the uber creepers. I, I don't know what they're called, but uh, shit. It's like scary Minecraft guys. I'm Googling this. You're seeing this live, guys, or hearing this live. Uh, yeah, I'm learning, uh, uh, learning what everybody's up to because I see a creeper head on like a frog right now, and I'm a uh, tall, scary guy. <laughs> tall scary guys <laughs> oh, because they, they have this weird thing is if you look at them too long they start like freaking out going <laughs> you know and i'm like oh i can't deal with this right now and this yeah. is like some 8-bit like you know low definition yeah. <laughs> stuff and it freaked me out more than uh, watching that playthrough of uh, <laughs> resident evil village i don't know <laughs> <laughs> although damn resident evil village looks like really freaky i don't know it's like one game i didn't want to buy because i was too scared to play it uh, <laughs> yeah, see, I, I don't know if you've if you've ever played this what was enderman it yes they're called enderman yeah i'm trying to remember they, what, they the, like, um, yeah, what the name of that scary game was at um dave and busters and i don't know if there was a home version of it you know what i'm talking about right like the have you ever been to an arcade and seen that game where it's like you go in a booth and it's like you put 3D glasses on and you have to kill zombies, but it's like super it rings slow. Rings a bell, but I probably got an off-brand version uh, in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. There's, a, there's just a guy, on the guy, a guy like spitting on you on the side. <laughs> Scary. It's, like, <laughs> it's called the Spitter Man. <laughs> to, make the, to make the booth colder, they just like fan you with like a blanket. Yeah. Oh, just like some... Scared. You know, like one of those like sprays from the from the supermarket from the dollar store. Like, <laughs> just put some some water in there. No, Ooga, just got some Ooga. Windex. It's like just they just showed up with some Windex. Like, oh, this is the the zombie spits. And uh, yeah, special recipe. It's like the be kind. <laughs> you should do that. You should do like a be kind rewind, like kind of movie, but with like an arcade. Like everything breaks down, so they have to like. <laughs> No, I've I've only been the only interactive arcade game I've been to was uh, when I went to Japan like ten years ago, and uh, like I was with my brother and we there was this AKB forty eight. Uh, I told you about AKB forty eight, I think. Yeah. Uh, like this girl band from Japan, and like it's called AKB forty eight because they have forty eight girls that I think they keep rotating because they get older, and I guess they only want like young super young girls or something so like you're supposed to they turn into zombies and you're supposed to shoot them with goo that de-zombifies them yeah or something and then you have like jets of air that blow into your neck every time they get close to you and you're like, ah. <laughs> like ah. and then you know you feel like breath on your neck and it's really freaky yeah I and they actually spit. That. Yeah, the thing is, like, sometimes they spit the zombie virus at you, so, like, you'll get sprayed with water. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, man, yeah, that's... I don't know what... Probably after the pandemic, that's not legal anymore, just, like, spraying germs everywhere. I don't know. I don't know. There's going to be a point where, like... I feel like there's going to be a point where, like, people are just going to go all out making, like, the live 
versions of something like yeah. no nobody's gonna like run there's gonna be like an increase in people going out but there's not gonna be like a huge burst just because like everybody was starting to like stay inside more and more anyway because you can like i don't know yeah. everybody was paying like some people robots. some people were talking about the next 10 years being like the roaring 20s again i'm not yeah. so sure i don't I know I feel like yes and no because like the wild west is the internet right now like if yeah. you want to go mine for gold or dogecoin or whatever you do it online you want to be like a, a something something yeah yeah i don't know it's just like i guess it, there will always be spring break right but uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh dude spring break is gonna get bigger yeah okay i there will always be yeah. spring break although always... they, they they did that spring break thing i mean this year and they had to get in swat teams in in florida to shoo them off of the beaches or something <laughs> uh, because they were spreading COVID everywhere among other things i'm sure there's other things uh but uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't know spring break always seemed like something very strange to me because I, I didn't grow up in the U.S., so to me, like spring break always seemed like the weirdest thing. Like yeah. you know, well, you know, there is in we, Europe the the equivalent is going to Ibiza. Sorry for you snobs out there, Ibiza. You know, whatever. <laughs> um, like it's just going to Mallorca or some Spanish island, and just like you know, dancing for a weekend and then going back home or something. Yeah, uh, I think that's the that's the European equivalent of that. Unless you're from Sweden and you hire a, like a truck or like a bus, just like in another round, and, yeah. uh, and just get drunk and shit. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Spring break. I mean, like as long as I've been alive, it's just been because of MTV. Like I don't know what spring break was like before that, but like MTV's spring break every year for like almost 20 years straight it used to be just like everybody go crazy and wet t-shirt contests and job rule and for some reason that was like the one thing you wow, look forward amazing. to <laughs> amazing amazing wow yeah. wow <laughs> and like whatever like be less celebrity was like popular at the time would just come out and like harass people and it's just that was i feel like that's what built up the myth of spring break uh, yeah i don't know it's like I, wow amazing uh, let's, let's uh you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i just thought of like i saw this video of uh the guy who played anakin skywalker what's his name on spring break H no. hayden hayden christensen mm -hmm. and they asked him like what are your thoughts on sand uh <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that the one when he kind of chuckled like, a little bit and he just said it like I no like he didn't like, no he didn't say that he didn't say that he was like well you know hey sand uh i can't remember what he said but he, he didn't he didn't say his line from uh from attack of the clones but uh but i was like i was just thinking like anakin skywalker would probably hate uh spring break because there's sand everywhere uh, and it gets everywhere <laughs> it's just that's the way my brain works uh and uh, i always wonder why that one Actually, I don't I wonder it. That was a clunkily wrote, written movie, so yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like George Lucas is not good at dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is it? Um, episode three. Like, the, the one line from episode three that I'm surprised never went viral was, don't make me hurt you. Yeah. <laughs> don't make me kill you. Oh, yeah. No, but yeah, but thing is, like, I, I saw this guy uh online he was saying that like the thing is when the originals came out 
no one really took George Lucas here. Like the actors didn't have this veneer of like, oh, George Lucas is some genius and I have to follow everything he says. Like they, yeah. like George, like actually Harrison Ford used to complain about the script and said, I'll say it this way because that's the way it's on the script sounds like shit. Or I, I'm paraphrasing, but that was kind <laughs> of the gist of it. And I guess like 30, 20 years later, when like George Lucas has his veneer of I'm George Lucas, like no one wanted to correct him on his fucking lines. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and everyone was like, well, yes, of course, George, we'll do this. And the thing yeah. is like, you know, uh, for probably going to anger half of the Star Wars universe, whatever, but I'm sure they all agree. But, but the thing is like, if we're like, Bill Burr, thing is the like, themes are there. Get, get a role. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. The thing is all the themes are there. Like yeah. in the prequels, I like the prequels, but it's true that uh, the dialogue is kind of shitty. Yeah. But I like the story as a whole. Yeah. It, it's yeah. kind of sad that the prequels came out before like a Game of Thrones-esque era where you could have something that complex, but like spread yeah. it out over like seasons. Because I feel like it would have like, it would have been better if it was like an HBO series. Like if you took the prequels with like the, yeah. the same exact production, but it's quality. not owned by Warner. You know, it's, hey, you know, I mean, it's... Uh, they're under Disney Plus, but I don't know how willing Disney, Disney Plus is to make them, like an epic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, think you know, I think there are it. What happened with the sequels was weird because I I think they had some good ideas in each of the movies. It's just that the execution and what 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 was done in the other movies, none of that you know coexisted in harmony it's just like yeah. there's no harmony between most of the movies between themselves right. and inside the the you know i liked uh i liked ray i liked finn i liked poe i liked all those characters what they did with those characters was kind of very weird and nonsensical sometimes yeah and uh it's just like and it's more about the quality of the storytelling and what they did with them yeah that i didn't like yeah you know i mean now that like i guess we've been doing this podcast for a little while and mm-hmm. i can i feel a little less like every everything you know what i mean like if i really look back to like kathleen kennedy's decisions yeah. like in the present they feel i but i truly feel like she was setting up star wars for like the next generation for like kids because none of her decisions made sense in the present like mm-hmm. it, it felt like it was like designed to make people mad in the present, but it almost felt like they were trying to like set it up so it doesn't like yeah. feel old for the next. Like now that we're but getting older, there's people. Of, like, it kind of did. It kind of did feel old. I, yeah. You know, I, I'm in some ways. I think that's what people yeah. approached Force Awakens of being is that it was too much of a rehash of the originals. Yeah, they didn't. But go, then again, you know. Yeah, they didn't sorry. go all in. Yeah. No, no, you're right. They didn't go all in. Like, we're just going to set it up for the future or all in. We're just going to like go nostalgia for the past. Like, yeah. like the Mandalorian but, is yeah. like going all in to like, you know, being more fan well, yeah. service. Well, well, the thing is, it's like, uh, it's fan service but then at the same time, like it doesn't feel cheap. Like, yeah. you know, because some of the fan service, uh, you're like, uh, for example, Anakin's, you know, slash Luke's lightsaber just shows up in episode seven and the force awakens. And then the only answer they have to that is like a uh, good question for another time, you know? And then you're like, okay, so what happened there? And thing is sometimes you have to explain things, which I feel like they didn't do uh, in the sequels. Yeah. You know, they didn't really explain anything. 
And it was sort of like, oh, well, just accept it. That's the way it is. And uh, we're here now. Oh, they fly now. (laughs) (laughs) I think like I've seen some real haters online going all out on just the fact that they said, oh, they fly now when there have been jetpacks in Star Wars since like forever. They've been here since the Clone Wars. Seriously, why are you saying this stupid comment? But, um, you know, I don't know. It, it, it's it's like a throwaway funny line, I guess, or that's what they were going for. But then like, if you actually know Star Wars, you're like, it's not that big of a deal. And uh, I'm sure some kids were like, oh, yeah, they fly now. You know, amazing. But then, you know, it doesn't age well, is my point. Yeah. Uh, they they didn't. Yeah, it, it was like, you know, I, I think I will have a, Carter, a counter argument to what you said. So it felt like they were doing things that felt good right now. Yeah. And uh, and then they didn't think, oh, well, if people think about this in the future, we'll be like, oh, this doesn't make sense. But then, I yeah. mean, again, in the originals, uh, Leia kisses Luke frenches him in the second yeah. episode and it's not really uh well they didn't know at the time yeah okay at the, at, at the time you could but then like... she says but then the third was i feel like i knew all along and they're like well so why did you french him you know <laughs> the second episode oh, I mean, episode five, technically. Uh, oh yeah. god i'm pretty There's sure he was making stuff. it up as he goes yeah because like, I mean, the more, <laughs> like uh thing is like, okay like i think in the, in the relationship i, I think he had an arc sort of more or less planned okay vader is this guy whatever blah uh i don't know i i think he had a plan but it wasn't super defined yeah <laughs> And these small moments, like, well, it totally makes sense. Uh, you know, he, she didn't know that he was her brother and they kissed and, yeah. you know, and, uh, but now, uh, you know, but then that that's a, another throw, throwaway line. Like, did she need to know that she felt that they were brother and sister all along? Yeah. She could have just said, well, I knew there was this closeness, but I didn't know what it was. And now I, I know, you know, yeah. that could have been something else. Right. But knowing like, I felt offered- like I knew that you were my brother all along. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's why I kissed you and in front of my love interest. And they each other awkwardly, and then did, 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 did credits. <laughs> I knew yeah, you were so, my brother, huh? You know, incest only works in Game of Thrones, uh, <laughs> and even then, you, it, <laughs> no. The thing is, like, uh, but thing is, it works as a sort of part of the plot, right? But then that wasn't like. Uh, because uh, the Lannisters and all that shit, but yeah. but it's like uh, Lannisters, they're inbred, and and the 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 Targaryens as well, they're very inbred. That's yeah. their whole thing. But uh, they're talking about Game of Thrones, the House of the Dragon. They they released some images, like the spinoff show mm-hmm. of uh, Game of Thrones. They released some images of the ex actor from Doctor Who that I used to be a a, a fan of. Although I, he wasn't my favorite Doctor Who, uh, Matt Smith. Uh... Yeah, he's the guy who plays uh he played prince philip in the first crown seasons yeah. or something i mean his his name got thrown around a lot for like different no, franchises he was after an, he was yeah he was supposed to be an acolyte in yeah. uh the rise of skywalker and they cut him out he was they supposed to be in out. um one of the terminators i think it was genesis mm-hmm. and then i don't i think maybe you saw his like shoulder or something but it was basically cut out. Yeah, but uh, apparently, 
the rise of Skywalker going back to Star Wars. Uh, sorry, like we started on Invincible, now we're in Star Wars as always. Yeah. But uh, like the cut that came out was not J.J. Abrams' cut, yeah. apparently. So he's pretty miffed about that. And uh, so it's it's the Disney find uh, <laughs> cut, <laughs> but no one's like, hey, release the J.J. Abrams cut or something. Yeah. Do you think that would work? I, I don't I don't know. I think every since Mandalorian came out and other other stuff, I think people are over the 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 sequels. Yeah. Like, uh, like let's get on let's move on to something else. Yeah. <laughs> let's I forget mean, that happened. Star Wars has been yeah, Star Wars has been kind of quiet lately and I think it's good just because like I think people would get more jumbled up about it, mm-hmm. I guess. If they were like basically just going full on, like yeah. yeah. But um mm-hmm. You know, thing is, I I enjoyed watching the the sequels. I had fun watching them. But then, as a Star Wars, you know, fan, um, I didn't think they they did justice to whatever Star Wars is is supposed to be. You know, yeah. uh, and also in terms of storytelling, eh, some problems. Um, you know, Ryan Johnson treated Star Wars as if it was like a whodunit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but he does great whodunits like Knives Out, you know. But then, uh, yeah, to uh, whatever. Yeah. I'm gonna stop here. I'm not, I don't want to start talk about Star Wars anymore until next time. Until next time. But um, <laughs> actually, um, we before, always end on this subject anyway. Yeah, <laughs> so. but I have a I have another subject in mind. But what do you want to say um, about Invincible first to like wrap up Invincible? <laughs> Even though we probably lost Invincible people, but yeah, yeah. What's uh, yeah. what's some uh, what's something we would want to wrap up on before we go well, into one last topic? I think what what do you mean like in, in Invincible? Yeah, like just wrapping up like what our thoughts well, are. Well, <laughs> I think Invincible is a great start to like a universe that is much bigger than any of us kind of expected. If you didn't know the com- I didn't know the comics. But thing is it's like uh when you think about it, it's a universe that you didn't know anything about until you saw this TV show or read the comics, but like until I saw this and and it's really well built and there's like shitload of planets out there and, and heroes that you haven't heard of and bad guys that you haven't seen or things that have been set up throughout the, the season that will come up later that you might not know about. And I think, uh, yeah, that last episode, I think you said before it was like a teaser for the rest of the, of the TV show. It really is. Like the last 10 minutes is just like, so... Uh, what are you gonna do? And then you see uh, quick cuts of uh, that sort of like starfish alien taking over Mars. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they possess one of the human uh, astronauts there or something, and now it's taking over Mars. And uh, you know, the Viltrumites will come up, and you know, the the robot whatever might do some shit. Uh, the Mars twins are still there. Uh, the 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 guy who covers himself in concrete is a mafia boss now, and you know he's going to be part of the story. You know, the, there's a lot of things that will come into play, and that's really cool. And uh, yeah, I, I think it's much richer and already pretty well populated in terms of characters. Like as much of uh, maybe not as much as DC or Marvel, but near that level. And uh, yeah. I, I think that that's really cool. Nice. Yeah. And for uh, me, I want to yeah. watch the rest. So yeah. <laughs> I'm sucked in. So yeah, no, I I re- like if uh, you, dear listeners, haven't seen Invincible, like I really recommend it. And even I liked it more watching it again, actually, like the second time. But uh, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. 
but yeah, uh, one last topic. Uh, so it was one about that you actually posted uh, earlier mm-hmm. this week. Yes. I've been waiting all week to talk about this. The yes. MCU Phase 4 trailer. Yes. yes. <laughs> the, basically, Marvel's way of saying we own the movies now. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> so many movies, fuck, man. Fuck the rest of you. This is... <laughs> We run this. You thought we were done. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. No, but it, it's real. Yeah. It, like Black Widow, Shang-Chi, Eternals all coming this year. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man. Is it coming Spider-Man. next year? Uh, no, uh, December. Spider-Man. December. Okay. Spider-Man. So f- shit. So like Black Widow, Shang-Chi. Is it also this year? Shang-Chi, Eternals, uh, yes. Spider-Man, four movies. And then next year, there's Wakanda Forever. There's the Marvels. The Marvels. <laughs> what if they? What if? You know what I, what I saw? What I thought when they announced that title that it's going to be the Marvels. What if? What if they heard our podcast and were like, <laughs> we, have to, like <laughs> we have to get we have to get this right, guys. No. <laughs> there's 20 people in San Jose that don't like her now. So <laughs> don't like have, her now. <laughs> now I'm sure. Okay, listen. Like I think. The inclusion of uh, Ms. Ms. Marvel. Yeah. I think that's why they're calling it Marvels, right? And then there's also going to be Monica Rambeau, I'm guessing. Yeah. Uh, Photon or Spectrum or she has all her different superhero names. Yeah. But but uh, like, uh, I think they know. They realize where their strengths and weaknesses are. Yeah. I think, and they have a different director. I think I'm not sure if they have a different writer. Mm-hmm. But the director, I can't remember who who uh, who was the director, but I remember being excited by it, but by the news, but but it's sort of like, um, yeah, I think they need to repopulate this the Marvel part of, I mean the 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 Captain Marvel part of of the Marvel universe. Yeah, <laughs> you know, well, well, what they're doing with um, the Marvels was what I thought they should have done with um, Superman for DC, like mm-hmm. if they were if like if they really wanted to land on something with Man of Steel 2, I thought it would have been a good idea to just surround him by other Kryptonians, basically. Mm-hmm. So it's like a given that you have superpowers and you can focus more on like the the story with all of them. Yeah, Because like once everybody that. has powers, then like uh, yeah. once everyone's special, no one's special, right? like the Incredibles. So yeah. you could concentrate more on like character development, have him interact with people that are like on his level and i guess they're doing that at marvel with this one what's like uh you know the the most recent dark knight you know frank miller was it frank miller frank miller like the the guy who did sin city i'm not sure i can't remember oh yeah frank miller yeah frank miller but he did like the dark knight rises uh you know comics and like recently he did one where uh some kryptonian cultists like take over candor like the shrunken city and then break out and then try to take over the earth yeah so it's so like that that would have been a kind of zack snydery sequel man Man, cool man of steel thing yeah where you know superman actually has to deal with all these superpowered kryptonians um and then you realize that all these years he's actually holding back because he totally destroys them spoiler alert For all you guys who, you know, I'm sure some people don't read read all the comics. Like I don't read all the comics. Yeah, but I, I like that. I, I like the Frank Miller Dark Knight thing. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I just I just can't get over the um, like I I would listen while I was at work. I would listen to the Phase Four MCU trailer without even like watching it. 
Mm-hmm. And I need to give like props to the sound guy too, because that that one part with like the audience reaction and like how they turned the cheers into like the lead in for like the announcements mm-hmm. while like Thanos and the Avengers were about to fight. That was so <laughs> no, that was that, that was really well done. And it's like it really built a case for bringing I guess people back to the movies and like I want to see more pump up videos like that I want to see like they they, they have to try a little bit harder to like bring people out and remind them why going to the movies is good and like I mean I I think they're going to start doing that with sports but with sports it's a given that there's like a big crowd you know you see it I've never seen something like this to you know kind of like try to build trust in the movie for the movies mm-hmm. before try to like yeah. make you build trust in like share having a shared experience with a stranger because that's something that like they need to start you know building up again having being comfortable with having shared experiences with like other people yeah. you don't know i have to say uh i i, I you know when you watch movies like led the Marvel movies or even horror movies as well. Like you have so much fun because people are just like going like, Oh shit. You know, (laughs) I remember watching it chapter two, uh, the AMC around times square, uh, which is the one that we used to go to before the pandemic started. (laughs) But, um, like, uh, some guy stabs another guy after being stabbed himself in the movie and then some teenagers are like, oh, shit, that's gangster, you know? And then I thought, like, damn, like, this really improves my, like, that. this makes going to the movies so much more fun than just yeah. being at home and being like, oh, okay, you know, yeah. <laughs> oh, with myself, you know? Dude, I, I feel like one of my favorite theater experiences was watching The Last Twilight and, like, you find out that entire person was a dream sequence. You. No, bad <laughs> movies are meant to be seen, not, like, horribly bad. But like Suicide Squad, the fact that yeah. I was in the theater made it better. And Twilight, the last one, when the whole crowd found out that was just a dream sequence, the collective, oh, what? What was that? It's just boo, stupid. Yeah. <laughs> it made I, it so yeah. worth it. I think uh, usually, like in Switzerland, most people don't yell at the theater. But Aww. the only time people yell at the theater was for um, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, the one with the Fountain of Youth, I can remember, like on Stranger Tides, I oh, think yeah. it was called. And the whole part about uh, that priest falling in love with the with the mermaid. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears> the <throat> thing is, mermaid in French is sirene. So like, and then it's like, what's her name? Serena, you know, <laughs> and then some guy was like, like, yeah, it's like really imaginative, asshole. <laughs> 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 which never happens in the uh, very you know proper uh society of, uh, <laughs> of switzerland <laughs> but it's like uh but yeah i think it's like go with uh te- like teenagers are the best uh or the worst depending on your point of view yeah but uh when you go to the movies uh <laughs> it's just like wow you know it was just damn like yeah that was a bad movie <laughs> yes <laughs> It's like, what's her name? Serena, you know. <laughs> and then you just know? did you see that guy like walk out quietly? It's like, yep. like damn, like come on, guys, <laughs> what the fuck? No, but yeah, um, I look forward to going to the movies again. Might not, maybe not for 
maybe for Black Widow. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm playing for Black Widow. Definitely yeah. Eternals. I don't yeah, know Eternals, how... definitely. Eternals, oh. yeah. uh, Shang-Chi, definitely. Spider-Man 3, uh, close to home. No. <laughs> Nowhere home. Nowhere, somewhere home. I don't know. <laughs> Nowhere off, uh, I don't know, off the couch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, on the couch. Spider-Man on the couch, which yeah. is inside his home, right? So that works. Home home base. Home At floor. home. <laughs> home killer. What was it? What were all the fakes? They, they released a bunch of fake titles. What was it? Home Wrecker. I think it was one of the <laughs> Home Wrecker. <laughs> but what's the actual name? Uh, uh, no Way Home. No Way Home. Okay. So No Way Home in the multi in the multiverse. Maybe mm -hmm. I don't know. All these rumors of, I don't know. I'm expecting. I, I'm 50-50 on the subject. I think either it's going to be a cop-out like they did for during uh, WandaVision okay. where we all thought that uh, Mr. Boner was uh, actually Quicksilver, but right. actually he's just a neighbor called some guy called Boner. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and uh, Or uh, all the Spider-Man cameos, are they're actually going to play their characters from those movies and those universes. Yeah. And Loki looks like it's going to like secretly set a lot of stuff up because it looks like because they have the reality stone and Loki, they can like yeah. have anybody be anything at any moment. Anybody can shape, shape, yeah. shape shift and this and that. So it's yeah. like, I, I think they're going to set up um, like the more magical side of Marvel by you know mm -hmm. introducing it comedically and then spider-man no way home might be the first one to like treat it seriously or yeah. eternals i don't know one of those or eternals or uh or you know, doctor yeah, strange uh, uh doctor strange and the multiverse of madness or something you know it's, it's just yeah. uh uh i don't know I, I always thought that wandavision would set up the like the multiverse of madness yeah. uh, it kind of does but it doesn't really create the incident that Doctor Strange will have to, you know, take care of. Maybe the Loki TV show will do that. Uh, Hope so. Uh, the Loki show. Loki. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Loki. <laughs> wow. Loki, it's you. Wow. I've, I've seen almost every moment of your life, and you always talk across people. You <laughs> literally stab someone in the back. Yeah, you always stab someone in the back, you know. But I won't this time, you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it's it's yeah. I, I'm really looking forward to those. Uh, I hope that the final episode of Loki is better than the final episodes of of. Uh, not to say that the final episodes of WandaVision and Falcon with Your Soldier were bad. It's just they weren't as good as the rest of the series. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Yeah, that's it for me. And me, find us where. They can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Overcast, Bullhorn, Castbox, Radio Public, uh, Publix, I think, or just like Public Casts, something like that. A lot of other places. A lot of other, yeah. <laughs> Almost everywhere. 73% uh, of our listeners are verbal, coming from I heart, something. I heart yeah. radio, I forgot about that. We are still trying to figure Audible. out the other. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, we're like, we're still at 73% other. Uh, in terms of like uh, listeners, uh, I don't know what kind send, of pirate. Hey, send us a message. Tell us where are you listening to us. You yeah, know, it's, it's just uh, we only know about the first four: uh, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Overcast, and Bullhorn. If you're listening to us from some other platform, we we'd love to know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
I didn't know bullhorn was a thing until we started this podcast. So I didn't know half these places were a thing. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'll, yeah, I knew about Overcast and like Castbox, and I mean the the usual ones like Apple Podcasts and uh, Spotify. But otherwise, I didn't know anything about those things. Yeah. Uh, those other things. We're also on Instagram at what we binge. Yep. Come message us. That is our one way of communication with you guys. Yeah, communicate so with us. Populate our DMs. Yeah. S- slide into the DMs. Haha. As the kids Ha-ha. say. As okay. the kids say. Bye bye, Gen Z. All right. That just like. Because I'm so old. <laughs> they killed the kill our Gen Z audience. All right. <laughs> we're still young. We're still young, Michael. We're still good. We were good. Zillennials. We? <laughs> Zillennials. All right. Uh, what? We'll get into we'll get into that later. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> Peace.